Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. Here to bring you an exciting show about joint pain and arthritis and osteoarthritis and any of the itises that you may be suffering from. Mother-in-law itis? Yes, today we will educate you about whether you have it, how to know the difference, what to do about it, what you can eat, and anything in between that's exciting to learn about it, as well as questions from our wonderful audience that's listening to us. We appreciate it very much. Um, But we have a lot to talk about. We have um, some very good information for you. And, you know, the, the one thing that I'm wondering when somebody says, do you have joint pain or arthritis, can you tell me, Dr. Lewis, what the difference is between joint pain and arthritis? Well, it's really the same thing. I think the uh, miscommunication is that it doesn't imply whether it's degenerative or not. So technically speaking, arthritis means inflamed joint. Itis means inflammation. So if it's mother-in-law-itis, that means your mother-in-law infl- inflames me somewhat and you can read between the lines on that one. Um, there, there's a lot of different types of arthritis, which I'm going to go through briefly. The, the two major ones that I like to talk about is osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. But there's others. There's juvenile arthritis, gout, ankylosing spondylitis. I was in court testifying one time, and there's always a smart aleck attorney that's uh, uh, representing the insurance company, although even though they say they want the whole truth, they don't let you know that he's representing the insurance company. And he thought he was going to trick me. He says, do you know what DISH syndrome is? I said, yeah, diffuse idiopathic skeletal hyperostosis. And he turned red and sat down and said, no further questions. And that is ankylosing spondylitis. Then you've got the systemic lupus. Uh, you have the bursitis, tendonitis, myofascial pain. Um there, there's a lot of that going on, you know, even, even the carpal tunnel. You've got infectious arthritis. That's meant when you need to go to the hospital uh, immediately. And I cannot tell you how many sweet women look at me and say, do you believe in fibromyalgia? I say, yes, ma'am. And then there's a look of relief because apparently they've been to p- plenty of people that didn't believe in it. Psoriatic arthritis, uh, rheumatoid, though. Uh, is almost always autoimmune slash gut problem. Osteoarthritis, since I'm a chiropractor, I was very familiar with that because that's more of a mechanical uh, structure function or structure dysfunction, I guess. Uh, There's about at least 50 million people in America that suffer from arthritis. So just because you have pain and stiffness in the joint does not imply that it's degenerative but if you don't do something about it and take you know action it can become degenerative and did you know that the people that take the NSAIDs the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like Advil aspirin Tylenol that actually speeds up the joint degeneration most people don't know that and they say well it gives me relief I said well roll a joint drink a cold beer it'll give you relief but it won't do anything for the underlying cause so we have to look beyond that Janet gave me a weird look on that one so uh, arthritis is real common I mean archaeologists have found uh, evidence 
of arthritic disorders and skeletons, you know, as far back as the Neanderthals and uh, even dinosaurs, they've seen signs of arthritis. And that's, I think, probably more osteoarthritis. The neck and back is what I always specialized in as a chiropractor, although, you know, you'd get into the extremities quite a bit. Uh, the synovial joints, actually, they would lack the lubrication uh, or the, well, the ability to lubricate would be diminished when you would develop scar tissue. They call it collagen cross-linking. Uh, but the fluid uh, would stop being secreted sometimes because those membranes would be damaged. And there are many things that you can take. We're going to talk about a few products today. But uh, Jen and I went out in the yard. I think I said this on a previous podcast. We went out in the yard and was going to do about 10 minutes worth of work, which is about all I want to do. Because we only did that one time. So we have to bring that back up again the same the the same yard work story, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because Janet won't let me do the yard generally, but we did about three hours worth of work, and that normally would have been very, very devastating on my back because of a previous injury, gunshot. And the next day, I thought I was just going to be absolutely devastated. And I said, you know, my back doesn't hurt at all. What's the deal? She said, well, I've been putting this collagen in your drink, and you didn't know it. And it's like, I don't know what she puts in my drink, but it, it's a good thing. Uh, one and, of the and collagen's everywhere now. I mean, that seems to be the big craze is collagen. Even my nail lady is trying to sell me collagen. I'm like, you know, I have collagen. We have the really good collagen, the type one and type two that he's talking about. Yeah, and you know, a smart person. That's probably not true. Smart's probably not the right word. Educated. Uh, well, a discerning person. Maybe that's a better word. A discerning person can know the difference, whether it's by feeling or just by their their spirit tells them. They can they know the difference between good and bad. Uh, rheumatoid, you know, I said was an autoimmune disorder, and it more likely generally it's it's more prevalent in women and girls, and that's when the body's immune system kind of uh, identifies the synovial membranes as foreign and there's a lot of evidence that you need to just detoxify your body and i don't think i have time to get into that i talk about it a lot but if you don't stop it or slow it down the inflammation and pain will eventually destruct the cartilage and those are Usually the women, and sometimes men, you'll see their fingers beginning to get very, very crooked over the course of the disease in several years. Sometimes they have uh, weight loss, uh, swelling, uh, fever in the joints sometimes, and it's pretty crippling. So you, you want to be sympathetic to these people. They really are suffering. There are plenty of studies that talks about fish oil or cod liver oil that increases the body's ability to move and allow much, much less medication to be used because the fish oil slash cod liver oil is very, very anti-inflammatory. And the, the thing about it is you have to watch who you listen to because there's a lot of information out there that's being spouted about, and even the person spouting it usually doesn't know which half is wrong because it's usually only 50% right and 50% wrong. And that's why I tell people, listen to me with a discerning spirit. I try to be as correct as possible. 
but I've heard and read, oh, fish oil is bad for you. Well, what are you going to do? Ignore the several hundred studies that says it's good for you, and there is a difference in fish oil and the quality, too. I'm a big fan of fish oil because it's anti-inflammatory and helps work against the bad fats that's in our environment, like soybean, corn, and soy. Canola, nasty. Um, Sometimes arthritis can actually be viral or bacterial or fungal, and that's why it's very important. I tell people, for the most part, just fix the yeast, and you have to dissolve the biofilm to make these things uh, easier for the supplements to kill them off. One of the things, uh, you have to take a lot of enzymes, and it can be as simple as taking bromelain. If you're not allergic to pineapples, it can be that simple. Uh, most of the microorganisms, uh, you know, it can be a strep or a staph or gonococci, uh, but many, many times, I think most of the time, it's just candida, which we're mostly full of because those books were written 30, 40 years ago, and they're still very appropriate. Um, I've had people say, well, your program made my psoriasis and my psoriatic arthritis much, much better, and I'd say, well, why did you quit, you know, trying four different things beyond that? And my program worked better, and I said, you didn't give it long enough, and that's the key. We've become a very impatient society, and I tell people, look, it makes God, t- make, takes God nine months to make a baby. For goodness sake, give your body a chance. You know, it, it's fighting a pretty big battle. You know, give it some time and be patient with it. You you can't usually get this instantly. Um, and we did the podcast last week on you know, side effects of leptin and uh, lectins and oxalates and nightshades. I'm here to tell you that I think if you want to go low-carb and gluten, uh, like get a low-carb, gluten-free salad, I think that equals bacon. So, you know, you can take that and run with it and do whatever you want. Uh, most of the time, arthritis is reversible if you get it fast enough, uh, and sometimes it is the nightshades or the oxalates, etc., that are bad for you, and you have to find out what food does that. We're working on that, is finding a actual uh, food sensitivity test that works, because there's a lot of smoke, mirrors, and baloney out there, and some of these people are spouting off that they have all the answers and i'm not found all those to be true so the bromelain can be very very good it's generally better to take it on an empty stomach and that does a lot of things lowers your chance of heart attack and stroke just because it's anti-inflammatory also but when i put that uh, give people bromelain for their crp they say well you know my joint pain is gone too i said well it's the bromelain when you talk about a CRP, what, what is that exactly? It's the C-reactive protein that's the body's response to inflammation. It's more cardiovascular specific. There's a general CRP, and then there's the HS, or high sensitivity, or cardiac specific. That's the one we run. So When you're talking about that's the one we run, uh, that's a part of your comprehensive lab panel that you're talking about? Because uh, I'm mentioning this because there's a lot of new listeners coming on that don't know exactly what you do. So um, <laughs> in addition to being so intelligently spe- spoken, um, we also do lab work. 
so that you're not guessing at what's going on. And when he's saying CRP, it's one of the 13 different uh, tests that we run on the comprehensive lab panel at a very low cost so that you're not guessing at what's wrong. It's supposedly four times more important to uh, predict cardiovascular disease than your cholesterol numbers. You know, I'm not a big fan of worried about cholesterol because usually it's bad cholesterol ratios. It's more about your liver, your gut, or, you know, your thyroid function. And, and you know, when you're talking about joint pain or arthritis, is there anything that would be on a lab panel that could benefit the doctor to see uh, to help understand why that person may have arthritis or joint pain? Is there any kind of panel that's on that? That testing that says, "Oh, hey, I bet you're uh, you're creaky and achy." Uh, generally speaking, you know, you can look at alkaline phosphatase, uh, whether it's high or low, and that's uh, it's a liver enzyme, but it has a lot of gut function uh, influences there. Uh, you can look at the calcium, whether it's high or low, and you can look at you know your liver enzymes, and you can again, if you have that much inflammation, that's going to spill over into the HSCRP. Oh, so it kind of all goes together. You kind of need different panels to to be yeah. able to assess exactly what's happening. Yeah, and I explain that. You know, you get a thirty minute consultation for free, and people that complain about our price and say it's too expensive, I just very politely say, "Well, you need to go to another functional medicine doctor." And then they come back uh, minus five to ten thousand dollars and say, "Geez, I'm so sorry. I was disrespectful, Doctor Lewis." I said, "Nobody does it less expensively than me because I care that deeply about your health, and I really want you to get well." It's always the people that get a good answer and stick with it that get the great results, though. So, when you see, like you said, a high alkaline phosphatase on someone's lab, is that something that their regular medical doctor would also notice? Um, or is that something that's um, more like you're looking for optimal numbers, that that kind of thing? Uh, we're looking for optimal. And you know your average medical doctor and osteopath, you know, they're very good people, but they're trained to take care of you in a real bad crisis. And they're very, very good at that. And, of course, they have a good su- support staff with their nurse practitioners, PAs, and, and just the regular nurses are the ones that are the conduit to keep, you know, keep you from being killed from overdose. I love nurses. But... No, they they don't look at it that way, although I've seen some that actually do. But uh, there's just so much. It's so involved that no one doctor can know it all. And that's why when somebody wants me to get outside of our system, I say, no, that's not what I do. And if I get out there, I'm not going to be that effective at it. You need to go see somebody that specializes in what you're looking for. Uh, and, and so when you find this on, on lab work, um is there products that help bring those numbers back in range that are natural or is that like they need to go to their doctor and get some of the prescriptions that many people get for arthritis and that kind of thing or well you know i'm a chiropractor i don't it's not that i'm against drugs i'm just very very conservative and i've had the medical profession uh save my life at least once if not a couple of times they they do a really good job so you know you have to give them that kind of the respect they deserve and they deserve a lot you know there's a lot of supplements that if you put the right thing in uh your body can take it and use it for good you know i'm one of those that think all things work for good but you kind of have to look for it uh one of the popular ones is chondroflex you know it has the it has potassium and sodium in it. It has glucosamine sulfate, chondroitin sulfate, 
and bromelain. Well, glucosamine and chondroitin, and there are different qualities of that, too. Uh, the reason it helps is because of the sulfate or the sulfur molecule, and that's one of the detoxification pathways of the liver, sulfation. So, And that's why eggs and garlic and onions are very important because of the sulfur-containing foods. Uh, another thing that it works like, oh my God, it, it's an incredible combination, is turmeric, and that's uh, turmeric root, and you know, that's the buzz. Everybody's trying to get on turmeric. Well, most of them are not that absorbable is the problem. Uh, it has turmeric, but it has the bromelain. It has uh, quercetin, dihydrate, and rutin, so that's very, very, very anti-inflammatory. Then we have a question, uh, if you want to get into that, Janet. Well, I wanted to ask one more thing about when you're when you're naming off these natural products. Um, so basically what's happening then is the body is is robbing itself of nutrition because it's, when you say, say there's a high alkaline phosphatase, doesn't that mean the body's basically robbing its nutrition out of itself trying to stay alive? Well... You know, when it starts going high, and and this is a generalization, but when it starts going high, the body says, ooh, your GI tract's a little bit too acidic. Those are the people that eat meat, meat, meat. And I'm more of a keto guy, but, uh, you know, higher fat. Well, you have to buffer that with alkaline-forming vegetables and fruits somewhat, and most people don't do that. Um, is that things like gout and that kind of thing that someone one would suffer from from eating too much meat? You know, it it really can be, and it it's like it's not so much that to eat too much is that they don't process it correctly. Uh, just because you put it in doesn't mean you're digesting it. And one thing I put on shooting straight with Doctor Lewis, anybody that's listening that's not a member, you know, join up. There's really some good information that's passed down. I put it on this morning. It says, many physicians say that if you eat a balanced diet, you don't need supplements. Well, that's somewhere between BS and BS, and that's bacon sandwich and belief systems. And the answer this doctor gave was, if people eat wild, fresh, organic, local, non-genetically modified food grown in virgin, mineral, and nutrient-rich soils that have not been transported across vast distances, stored for months before being eaten, and work and live outside, breathe only fresh, unpolluted air, drink only pure, clean water, sleep nine hours a night, move their bodies every day, and are free from chronic stressors and exposures to environmental toxins, then it's possible they might not need supplements. Folks, nobody comes close to achieving that. So, yes, you have to supplement to be as healthy and to live as close to 100% as God intended. And secondly, they have to be good supplements, and some people just don't understand there's a difference. And I say, well, is there a difference in the quality of your ex-wife versus your current wife? And the men will say, oh, absolutely. I say, well, there you go. Well, the good news about our supplements is you can see them working on lab. That's why we do, one of the reasons we do lab, A, to see what's wrong, and then three months again, we check it to see what the supplements have done and the changes you've made. So... Uh, we don't carry things in here that don't move lab values. Well, that's why I said a dis- discerning person can usually tell the difference. Well, and speaking of discerning people, uh, we have a new member on the shooting, shooting without a G straight with Dr. Lewis. And like he said, if you'd like to join that and ask questions and become a part of um, 
possibly our show on the next podcast will answer them and uh, and they have wonderful ideas as well of things to talk about but our new member lance uh would like to know since we are officially into summer and this is a great question lance because many of you are out there in the heat and they're working outside and you're depleting your electrolytes and he's wanting to know what do you recommend for electrolytes and do you have any recipes for making your own smart water? I guess uh, his he was thinking about doing it out of mushy watermelons, and his wife was grumpy at him for <laughs> suggesting that. And I, I can't say I'd blame your wife, Lance. That don't really sound great. I, uh, we do actually have some suggestions for doing electrolytes. Dr. Liz, you want to tell them what they are? Yeah, well, let me put away that smart aleck thought I had. <laughs> Yeah, really and truly, uh, that's the reason I like the questions is because what matters to you matters to us, and it should. And too many doctors don't listen to you. Well, Janet's favorite is called electrolyte energy. It's got vitamin C, calcium, magnesium, chloride, sodium, potassium, alpha-ketoglutarate, malic acid, and L-tyrosine in a free form. And it's real popular for people that work outside, you know, the yard maintenance guys, the roofers, people that sweat a lot. And I like that, and again, I don't know, she probably puts it in my drink, how would I know? I like the Reacted Multimen, which has the tracks, calcium, uh, magnesium, zinc, selenium, manganese, chromium, molybdenum, potassium, uh, a little bit of betaine hydrochloric acid, vanadyl sulfate, and boron. And boron is one of the things that's missing in almost all cases of arthritis, boron is incredibly hard to get out of your food because it's not in the soil. And, men, if you don't have good boron, you don't have good testosterone. Well, I just upped your want-to level right there, didn't I? Interesting. Yeah. It's funny how everything correlates back to each other again. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> uh, any if, more questions, Janet? Uh, I don't believe we did. We, I think we answered them. Well, Some, somewhat through the show, unless you've got something else. Well, I'd like to go a little bit random and get off the arthritis kick. Uh, these are notes that I took. You know, Janet and I take massive amount of seminars, and I'm talking about high class ones with doctors smarter than me. Sometimes they're not, but sometimes hard, they hard to believe. Well, sometimes they really are. Uh, higher ferritin can be inflammation. We have a doctor that's not paying attention to what's on his lab. His He's got an 800 on his ferritin. Well, again, you're talking in code to a lot of people out there. When you, What is ferritin? Stored iron. And so, there's a difference between running ferritin and running an iron panel, correct? Yeah, I've seen iron panels where it looked low, 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 and then they had way too much stored iron. So you really, stored iron to me is the cat's meow, so to speak. But, you know, you need the iron. It's very important. But you don't want too much of it because it oxidizes. And the macrophages are the uh, cleanup cells. They need the iron to work. And that's your neutrophils. But if you get your monocytes too high, that's an acute inflammatory response. And that's what we look at on the lab. If the monocytes are going up, you don't have enough of your immune system to take care of it. So your monocytes should be about a 7 and below. And most people we see on lab, it's a 10 and up. Well, no wonder you're inflamed. Uh, CRP can go up. Uh, 
So you're saying that when people think they have arthritis, that it may not be arthritis at all. It could be an underlying infection, or it could be high or, iron, or caused from those. I you know, see. that that's your weakness there. Whether it's uh, arthritis from uh, joints that have been traumatized. You know, most of us men have done stupid stuff when we were teenagers, and that's why we're so wise now because we weren't many years ago. Um, there's different enzymes that you can take and janet and i have a lot of different ones uh, some of them you can't see unless you're a bona fide patient because they're that powerful but there are proteolytic enzymes that will help rebuild the system i oh, like vascuzyme it's a great one it it actually yeah. helps break down the inflammation in the body instead of a lot of the uh, common prescriptions that people give you for arthritis like percocet and darvocet yeah uh, because those things pose in themselves so many side effects and risk, and they yeah. also create you to be actually more acidic, believe it or not. And they are also uh, higher risk that people that take those are higher risk for heart attacks, strokes, and stomach bleeding. Oh, well, back to Lance's um, question about make your own smart water. You know, there's this big kick about alkaline water, alkaline water. Well, there's research you really should read before you think about making yourself totally alkaline. But all you've got to do is just put a pinch of good minerals in your water and it becomes alkaline. You know, like the uh, electrolyte energy or the reacted multi-men or even the trialkali will do that. But it's minerals that makes it Alkaline, that's why it's important for the people that like keto and paleo and ha- have high amounts of protein and fat. It's very important they do the alkaline-forming vegetables. And again, they're not you know ideal. They're not grown in virgin, minerally-rich soil. So it's good to supplement with these minerals, and that, that will alkalize your body. And there's also things that you can do naturally if you feel like you're suffering with osteoarthritis, and you have difficulty with movement in general and doing any of the following activities like walking or climbing stairs. Um, Swimming. Yeah, grasping or holding objects, actually. Um, squatting down, lifting your legs. It means grab your wife's hand and take her for a walk across the lake. Or yes. Across the lake, around the lake, unless you walk on water. Yeah, get into a lot of movement. Uh, because weight is actually a, a problem with arthritis. Well, that's more uh, wear and tear on the joints. Um, you know, it's like I can put a ton and a half of stuff in the back of my half-ton truck, and it'll still go down the road, but it's going to put extra wear and tear on the bearings. And, uh, you know, football injuries, cheerleading injuries. You don't know how many people come in here that are uh, – football players or were football players back in high school and oddly enough that's where their arthritis pain has settled is where they were injured oh yeah or stupid car wrecks that we had yeah. i'm just talking about me back when i was young and stupid um you know there, there's so much if you just throw it in your body can get better and better and one quick you know rabbit trail is did you know now the average age for mental deterioration is 52 and that's for for, for women, but it's usually estrogen, adrenals, and dementia. The adrenal glands are the safety net for about 50 processes, and everybody's kicked 
you know, they're like, oh, thyroid, thyroid, thyroid. Yeah, but they have an axis where the adrenals and thyroid communicate with each other and back to the hypothalamus and the brain. So don't look at one thing, folks. You kind of have to get a good look at a little bit of everything. 52? Yeah. That is really young. That's just in women or in men? Well, it's... It's more prevalent in women because the stress of living with a husband that's not supportive and sweet to her, I think. And I think the really and truly there's a lot of truth to that because one of the things we're lacking in health, although Janet and I talk about supplements, one of the things we're lacking in health is the ability to laugh, the ability to play, the ability to show up and smile. We've gotten to be a nation of information, but that's not what gets you well. It's what you put your faith in. And, you know, the distance between your dream and reality is called action. That's what gets it. And putting the fun back into things, the joy. Janet told me the other day I was uh, a very immature little six-year-old, and I threw my fist on my hips as I'm not, I'm four. If you're not having fun, you're the problem. So let's go out and have some fun. You can check with us so that you can feel good enough to have the fun but folks life is about being full of joy if you're not full of joy you're missing something and that can be changed for the better i promise you it can and one way you can spread your joy is by spreading our podcast around don't keep us a secret we would love for you to share this information with someone that you know that may be suffering with an issue and many times i hear people tell us we try to explain what y'all do and we, we just, they don't get it or they're not open to hearing it. Well, sometimes if it comes in from a different source or someone else saying it, maybe they would. So we really appreciate it when you share us. Um, if you are listening to the podcast and you would like to get started with us, go to greenwisdomhealth.com. There is a health survey there that you can fill out. It will recommend you a lab panel. If you would like to speak with Dr. Lewis, he will generally call you pretty quickly after that, and um, he can discuss with you anything that's going on with your health, because we want to make sure that you are individualized and are taken care of. And with that being said, we really appreciate you listening to this week's show. Please give us any suggestions or questions for next week's show. We love, love, love it, and we hope you have a very blessed week. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.